Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Adaptation Station podcast. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm a former special education teacher and a current ABA therapist at a private center. This podcast is filled with tips and tricks to not only help you be the best special education teacher you can be in the classroom, but also help you live the best life you can live outside of the classroom as well. After all, I'm all about balance. I hope you guys are excited. Let's jump on in. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I want to start off by apologizing for the quality of my voice. I am getting over a cold and I just got my voice back, but I really wanted to record this podcast and get it out because I feel like it's really helpful this time of year. So we're going to be talking today about how to maintain structure in your classroom when you're leaning out to a break. I am recording this podcast in December, and I'm specifically referring to leading up to winter break. But if you're listening to this podcast at a later time, these are the same tips I would apply before spring break and before summer vacation. All of these are helpful for pretty much any time that you find that your school is a little bit more relaxed, but you can't run it that way. And I can vividly remember a year where it was maybe like the second to last day of school and everybody in the school is excited and teachers are playing music and kids are dancing in the hallway and I had kids crying in my classroom because we were off our structure we were off our schedule and our routine and they were struggling to adjust if you also work with children on the spectrum or with children that really depend on structure you might be able to envision what I'm talking about and I really found that the more my school environment became relaxed the more I had to do to maintain structure my students not only needed, they craved that structure. They loved knowing what was coming. It helped them be more successful in the day. And when I had too much free time, it typically led to a lot of behavior simply because a lot of my students didn't know how to use free time. And while working on free time is a great skill, that's something that I would work on for 10 minutes not for a two-hour stretch. So it was really important for me to have a structured plan. And that's exactly what I would do. I would start writing special lesson plans for these times. When I started doing it, it made such a difference in my classroom. So the end of the week would come to a smoother end, and I was sending happy kids home every day. And when they were in my classroom, they were doing things that were meaningful. That was another big part of this. I wanted my students to have fun, but I didn't want to fill their day with coloring pages. I still wanted to work on a lot of their skills, but just make it a little bit more relaxed. And so I have three different tips that will help you make this work in your classroom. If you're also looking at the coming week and thinking, this is going to be terrible, I have tips to help you keep it a little bit more structured, and I have lots of freebies, like a lot of freebies. Make sure you listen to the end to hear about this. Let's jump into tip number one. Tip number one is to keep your routine. This doesn't necessarily mean teach your science lessons or run tight reading groups. It just means maintaining the pace that you would use all year long in your classroom. So this past year, my class would change activities about every 20 minutes. So when I made my special lesson plans leading up to winter break, leading up to spring break, and then leading up to the end of the school year, I made sure we changed activities 
every 20 minutes. So again, I wasn't teaching my traditional science lesson. We weren't doing social studies. We might not be doing our writer's workshop the way we normally have it set up, but I still made sure that we changed activities and I made sure to keep the things that my students really enjoyed doing. So there were parts of my day, my reading group being one of them, that my students really enjoyed. So I made sure I kept that the exact same that it always was. And I felt like that kind of helped them feel a little bit more comfortable in the classroom as well. They knew that every day after morning calendar, we would go over to Ms. Morris's table and do our reading activity. And I wanted to make sure that they could count on that, even if it was the very last day before the end of the school year. So I, the more that you can do to keep your routine in your classroom, the more it's going to benefit your students, yourself, and all of your support staff. Tip number two is to try something new. So when I was teaching, I taught grades three through five in Virginia. And in Virginia, we start our state testing at the third grade year. Most of my students participated in alternative state testing, but they still had significant standards to me. And so a lot of my day was spent on core academics. I taught reading, math, science, and social studies every single day to three different grades. It took up a huge chunk. And while I know that those lessons were foundational and necessary as part of their education, it didn't leave me much time to work with other skills. There are a lot of other things that our students need to be exposed to, but I just didn't have time to do it in my day-to-day -day routine. Instead, I would really load these fun days up with those activities. What I'm talking about is life skills, cooking, and other activities that don't always relate to core academics, but are still very important for my class. During a normal month, my class might cook two or three times. During these special days, my class would cook every single day or do some type of following a recipe activity. So if it's not cooking, it might be making a sensory activity or doing a craft. We did at least one a day, sometimes two, and this was a great time for my related services to come in as well. I would tell my occupational therapist, I want to do a really fun holiday-themed sensory activity when you push in for your OT session. And then she and I could plan something that was a little bit un more unusual. And sometimes my speech therapist would be able to move around her schedule and she would come in as well. And when we had extra staff members in there all supporting at the same time, we could do something that was a little bit bigger and a little bit messier, but so much fun and so meaningful for the students. So look at how you can manipulate your schedule to pull extra people in who might have more freedom in their schedule to support you doing some of these things. And then my third tip is to have a structured party. And so this was something that I did not do in the beginning. In the beginning, I would do the typical like, all right, guys, it's the last day before winter break, so I'm going to put Polar Express up on the smart board and we're going to sit at our desks and eat popcorn and watch a movie. That's a great idea, but as you've already heard in this podcast, my class had to change activities about every 20 minutes. So I'll let you guys guess how it went when I tried to make them watch a 90-minute movie with no break. So then I started doing a couple of different things. So I started making some activity packs to go with the movies. So if you do want to do a movie, I recommend finding an activity that corresponds to the movie, maybe every 15 minutes, every 20 minutes, and pausing that movie. But what I actually started doing was having structured parties. So I would have a really highly structured party 
that had uh, visuals and activities that mirrored the rotations that we normally did. So it really was something that my students understood what we were doing, but it was more fun. And if that sounds like something that's interesting to you, I actually have a whole line of party packs that are meant to help you do this. I'll have the link to that bundle in the description of this podcast. You can go take a look at all the different options that I have, but they're meant to help you do exactly what I just described, that really structured party. But if you're looking at your budget and you're going, I don't have money to buy a party pack, don't worry. Like I said, I have so many freebies to share with you guys. When you go to the description of this podcast, you're going to see three different blog posts. One is centered about what to do the first days of school. The second one is centered around what to do the last days of school. And the third one is centered around what to do leading up to winter break. When you go into each of those blogs, there will be a PDF that you can download. The PDFs have anywhere from 40 to 100 different links to free resources on Teachers Pay Teachers or other places I found on the internet that are perfect for special education classrooms that are meaningful and have reading, math, crafts, writing, social skills, so many awesome things. And I'm so excited to share these. So again, all you need to do is go to the description of this podcast and depending on what time of year it is, click on the link that corresponds. So if you're listening to this podcast in December, grab that one before winter break. If you're listening to this podcast in the spring, go ahead and grab the one for the last day of school. And if you're in the summer and you're preparing for the new school year, click on the one that's for the beginning of school and you'll find so many freebies. I know leading up to a break is tough, but you guys can do it and just know that you're going to get to get through the week, go home, snuggle on your couch, and it'll all be worth it. I hope this podcast helped you feel more empowered to head in and make whatever week you're looking at be the best week possible for your students and yourself. Have fun teaching, and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you like what you heard, I'd greatly appreciate if you left me some feedback. And if you want to hear more, go ahead and give me a follow. While you're at it, come say hi on social media. You can find me at Adaptation Station on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and you can visit me at adaptationstation.net. I can't wait to bring you guys the next episode, and I'll talk again soon.